Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. With former Blues star defenseman Jamie Rivers, I'm Brandon Kiley. It's Rivers and BK on 101 ESPN. Happy to go out to the Brownie and Crouppen celebrity line to be joined by Les Carpenter. He's an NFL beat writer for the Washington Post. He wrote yesterday the five takeaways that he had from the huge Washington Post story about rampant sexual abuse, sexual assault that was taking place within the Washington professional football team's organization. Les, first of all, we appreciate you taking the time to join us today. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing well. How are you? Uh, We're doing all right. So let's start with this story that your paper put out yesterday. Your biggest takeaway, the biggest revelation to you was what? Well, there are a couple of things, uh, but one is the, the fact that it's 15 women uh, that have made the allegations uh, over the last few years that of sexual harassment, of a culture of sexual harassment uh, in that, inside that facility. Uh, you know, and it just it, to me, that's just a, just such a large number, uh, you know, and I and I think it when you get a number that big, then it says there's something that's that's seriously going wrong throughout the whole uh, organization. Uh, and, and the fact that the team actually, it looks like, made some moves. Uh, three people uh, have left the organization since uh, since these allegations were brought to the team, uh, you know, in, in the last week, I think also speaks to the fact that maybe the team really truly is kind of looking at itself now saying, okay, what, what, what has been going on here? They always say for one cockroach that you can find, there's a hundred that you don't. And I'm just wondering, it is a large number of 15 women, but is this just the beginning? Do you think there's going to be a lot more allegations that come to the surface based upon that now they've broken the seal and more people are going to be courageous and talk about their experience? Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I think that there's probably just going to be, and maybe other women will come out. I just think there will be other stories that too could come out from this. I, you know, when, I think the bigger picture here to look at is that there's a lot going on with this franchise right now that that you know I just it's not going on with any other sports team. Uh, you know, you probably you know talked a lot about the the name issue, the fact that. Uh, the team announced earlier this week that it was no longer going to use the name Redskins at the end of an internal review they're doing about the name. Uh, and, and that isn't even getting to the fact that there's, you know, the 40% of the ownership, the three minority owners of the team are all, you know, actively seeking to, to sell their shares uh, and have enlisted the same firm to do so. So, I, I mean, there's a number of big fr- fires that, that Dan Snyder, the owner, is fighting on, you know, several different fronts. This is just one of them. And usually when these things happen, yeah, other stuff may, may come out about other things as well. Uh, yeah, this is definitely a time of crisis for, uh, for Dan Snyder's ownership of, of the Washington team. We're talking with Les Carpenter. He's the NFL beat writer for the Washington Post. He's joining us here on 101 ESPN. You mentioned Dan Snyder, and he was not specifically mentioned in the article as somebody who was accused of sexual harassment, but he is the man that is in charge of this organization. The buck stops with him. 
how much does I don't know if it's blame, but how, how much does he bear responsibility in this entire situation? In your opinion, Les? Well, yeah, it's culture, uh, and all of that comes from the very top. Uh, you know, I, I feel like you look around at the different organizations in sports, and I, I think it matters even more in football. I've certainly spent a lot of time covering football. I've been around this team a fair amount over the years. I, the culture here is something everyone always talks about, uh, and, and I think that the teams that have the best culture, what I mean by that is not just in the football operation, but over the whole company itself, the one where everybody feels that they're invested and feels feels valued and feels accepted, tend to be the teams that do well consistently. Uh, that's been the biggest complaint with the Dan Snyder regime is that the culture has not been great, uh, especially over the previous ten when Bruce Allen was the team president. I, that was a line I just constantly heard. You know, culture, 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 and that was. You know, probably the biggest thing that Ron Rivera brings to the franchise uh, is the fact that he kind of created a great culture in Carolina, and he seems to be someone who is about an inclusive culture. Uh, already the players have kind of raved about the little bit they've been able to and everything have been closed because of coronavirus. Uh, but that hasn't had a chance to necessarily seep over the rest of the organization. And there's other structural things that go with that. There's no team president that replaced Bruce Allen. In a way, Rivera's kind of the de facto team president, but you know he's a football coach, and you know, he can't be talking to everybody in the organization about all their different problems. So, you know, it, it takes a while to build something. Uh, he's brought that on the football side, but yeah, I think that overall culture that's that's existed under Dan Snyder for 20 years that everyone talks about, still, you know, still is there, and this is an example of it. Look, Dan Snyder has always been described as a meddler, right? And people talk about how he's meddling in the, the football operations, the business operations. He's meddling in every aspect of his company, which, look, he's the owner. He's the majority owner. I guess he's allowed to do that. But the flip side of that is that if you're meddling in everything that is your company, shouldn't you know what's going on uh, within your closed doors of your buildings and your operations? And if you did... Aren't you really one of the biggest problems? And I'm wondering what the NFL will look at when they evaluate this thoroughly. And is it a possibility that the NFL force a sale of the football team? My sense of it is that the this would not rise to a level for the NFL to push Dan Snyder. I, and, and I think one thing to think about, and this is probably over every sports league, the, the owners do not like forcing another owner out because they never want the mirror push, you know, pointed to them at some point. <laughs> they don't want the same thing to happen to them. So owners do not like to take the step of forcing someone out of, out of, their, uh, out of their team. That said, uh, you know, this is, this is not something the league wants to hear. This is not, you know, what is going on in Washington right now is not what the NFL would like. Uh, you know, and th- this is a franchise. So much of the league's business is done in Washington. Uh, why? League officials, certainly over the last 15 years, have been hauled before Congress a lot over different issues. They don't want the team in Washington to be one in constant chaos. They want that to be one of the the glamour franchises of the league. Uh, So pushing Dan Snyder out, no, I don't see that happening. But I do think that the owners are, are paying very close attention to what's going on here. Uh, and again, I keep your eye on the fact that 40% of the ownership wants out. That, that's not normal. And that is, you know, I'm sure that everyone is kind of watching that, wondering what that means down the road. We're talking with Les Carpenter. He's an NFL writer for the Washington Post. So let's say that they don't force Dan Snyder out. 
Is this salvageable then? Because the culture was created by Dan Snyder. And I understand that Ron Rivera is there now and he is basically the face and the voice of the organization. Yesterday when all of this came out, it wasn't Dan Snyder who wrote a comment, wrote a statement. We saw that finally earlier today. It was Ron Rivera who made the first statement from the organization. But eventually, and you said this earlier, the buck stops with Snyder. He's the one that creates the culture within that organization. So... Uh, less long-winded way of asking, can this be salvaged with him still as the owner of the team? Well, yeah, until he's not the owner, of course. Uh, you know, I just because 40% of the ownership wants out, there's still 60% that's controlled by him. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I, you know, there's very likely he could, he could remain owner of this team. Absolutely. Uh, I just think for the first time, that is at least a little bit in question uh, given the fact that you know you have this turmoil on the ownership side, added to the fact that you have these other fires burning, uh, you know the name issue alone is is momentous and would be you know something that would be a story for the story for three years or something like that. Instead, it's it's almost secondary compared to everything else that's suddenly going on here. Let, let me rephrase that question: Can the culture change if Dan Snyder's still in charge? If he wants it to, sure, uh, and. You know, they, they, look, the Rivera hire was an important culture move. Uh, absolutely. I, it's just, you know, you do, you're asking a head coach now to do more than just coach the team. And the, the example Snyder gave about a coach-centric was the phrase he used, organization. He used examples of Bill Belichick, of uh, Andy Reid, of Pete Carroll. But every one of those situations, there are executives between the coach and ownership, and those, there's, owners, there's executives who handle the other issues in the building. Right now, there is no buffer between Dan Snyder and, say, a handful of vice presidents on you know, parts of the business side, uh, except for a couple of outside consultants. Uh, one is an executive with Snyder's uh, own company, and another one has been brought in uh, to kind of help you know, sort of manage through all of this. Uh, but there isn't that overriding figure the way Bruce Allen was there. So it's hard to necessarily create a full culture. I, I think Rivera has tried very hard to do that, but again, nobody's in the building. Uh, so you know, there's only so much you can do, and there's only so much you can do as a football coach when you, you got training camp in two weeks. Sure. Uh, the final question that I have for you, Les, you mentioned the name situation for the Washington professional football team. Is there any update on that? Do you, do you have a timetable, or at least have you been informed of any sort of timetable as to when we can expect the name to actually be implemented? No, I have not uh, been given a, an exact timetable, nor nor do I know exactly where they are in that process. I they <laughs> it's, it's so many things going on at once. Um, you know, people have told me that they would like to try and get it done by the start of training camp because you know you got to put players out there with uniforms. You want to be able to call them something. Uh, there is a chance that they could just be the Washington football team for a while. They, they say they're going to be the Redskins until the end of this review that they're doing uh, about the name. I, I kind of think that if they do get to training camp and they don't have a name, that they would not use Redskins. Uh, but I don't know. Rivera told me a couple of weeks ago that he hoped by the start of the season uh, that may be more of a you know a, a timetable that you could kind of look at. The thing is about changing a name and rebranding and everything. That's that's a process that takes several months just for regular corporations. Imagine what you're doing when you're a you know a football team. 
He's Les Carpenter. You can read his work in the Washington Post. Post rather, Give him a follow on Twitter, at Les Carpenter. Les, we really appreciate the time today. Thanks so much. Great work by you and your paper. The investigative reporters did a fantastic job on this story. Uh, keep up the good work, and we'll talk with you again soon. All right. Thank you very much.